We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional i don't know about you guys but for me a game is 10 times more exciting when i'm putting my money on it sometimes i have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes i'm just betting on my team because they are my team regardless whether you've been betting for years or you are ready for the first time my bookie is your best bet this season if you're the kind of guy who likes to be a bet a little to win a lot try a parlay for instance if you like a couple of the big favorites this week parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. I swear, every dude that starts gambling starts doing parlays, parlays. and he wins works. every time. And then you get addicted to parlays. And you just don't win one for literally a year. Yes, but you know where you do win? At my bookie. Okay. So, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between football season, the MLB playoffs, and the start of NBA and NHL, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, get paid. This episode is also brought to you by Drone Lawrence, our favorite drone company. We talked about all last month how they were switching to Kansas City as well as Lawrence. If you missed that deal, that's on you. Um, now, just follow them on Instagram, Drone Lawrence. Uh, they put out incredible content every week. Some amazing videos. Coming to the tailgate in a couple weeks. Coming to the tailgate to game. get some electric content. I'm sure maybe some Jane's uh, speeches from the table or maybe Jane's Puka will go fam. through a table. Um, yeah. But, Buffalo yeah, Bills. I'm hoping the Puka fam uh, will be making up some catfish and whatever they do. They always have the best food. So, Drone Lawrence will be there to record it. Check them out. Drone Lawrence on Instagram. DroneLawrence.com. Best videography company in the area. Use them. Now on the They're going to go for the free, though. That's tied. Collins driving. Almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, what's good, folks? We're a bonus episode, I guess. We're not even going to call it episode 34. It's a bonus episode. It had to be done. We were in studio doing a football episode, and some crazy breaking news just happened. I'm sure you've heard it by now when this episode comes out, but the border war is back. And on short notice, friend of the pod, he's been on two times, Carrington Harrison, CDOT, is back. He just 
showed up within 10 minutes of us texting <laughs> us because everyone knows he's the Missouri guy and uh, he's here to talk. We got to talk border war. This is big time news. How you doing, CDOT? I'm doing good, man. You guys hit me at the right time that uh, I had like a window of free time. So Brayden hit me up and asked me to come up here. I'm happy to come on you guys' podcast whenever. Hell but yeah. now I can talk about Missouri on oh, you guys' yeah. podcast and no one will get mad. So oh, I'm happy. I'm happy that I am here. I mean, you were the one vouching for years for KU to actually play you guys, okay, so, so you got to be pumped. This is the thing. I, I wanna, I'm happy I'm on this KU platform. <laughs> Some of the reasons that KU fans said that they didn't want to play Missouri made absolutely no sense. No like, sense legitimately made no sense. Like, the one that just never made sense to me was, well, how does KU benefit from this? Oh, I'm already seeing it. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say that Missouri's obviously not a top program. They're not Kentucky. They're not Duke. They're not any of that. KU plays other non-con games, right? Like, last time I checked, they play UMKC at Spring Center. How does, how does UMKC help Kansas basketball? Like, are you fighting for recruits? Are you fighting for resources with UMKC? Like, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. So, my argument always was, if I tell you at the core, Kansas is going to play a non-conference neutral site game against a team from a Power 5 conference, every KU fan would be like, that's a good game to play. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's Missouri. That, that's what Missouri is. They're not in the Missouri Valley. They're in a Power 5 major conference. And with Conzo, the expectation is that they're going to be a tournament team or a French tournament team every year. Yep. That's beneficial for Kansas to play, yeah. especially oh, in a game that excites their fan base that you'll go and all, like it just it never made any sense why Kansas didn't want to play Missouri. Yeah. And I was just telling C dot walking up, it's like I don't get the same feelings of when we play K State. Like I don't really have hatred towards them. I don't really care if they win or lose. But with Mizzou, I want them to lose every game. Yeah. And I want to beat them as much as anyone in the country. Yeah, I mean, I we're we are very much with you. We have never been the type like let's can rivalries are so much fun. And like you said, K State, it's a fun rivalry, but it's more of like. They hate us so much, but I feel like the Missouri KU rivalry is so it is equal. Real. It is like people just hate each other, and I'm pumped. I mean, the Sprint Center thing is the thing that makes me most excited about this because obviously the home and homes will be fun. But that Hurricane Relief game was a was lot that? of fun two years ago. Yeah, that was yeah. a lot of fun. It was so fun. It was what date was that in October? Yeah, that was Porter's freshman year. Yeah, so it was I had like just a signed Sunday up. Too, yeah. I had just signed up for season tickets for Mizzou. And they only made tickets available season ticket holders. So, like, yep. everybody was like, yo, we know you got them. So, no, it was a lot of fun. I actually took my sister. That was her first basketball game. And I went to go get her a drink. I don't remember what kind of drink she got. And then she was like, this is kind of fun. I looked at her. I was like, yeah, sports are fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's not a big <laughs> sports person. this is an exhibition game. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, this is how normally it is. Like, I've been to so many KU and MU games. I remember. So, my half-sister, her dad worked in the KU athletic department. And I was there. Do you guys remember the game whenever Arthur Johnson got hung on the rim? Oh, yeah. So oh, I was yeah. at that game as a kid. I remember when I was leaving, <laughs> all the KU fans were chanting NIT at us as we were walking back to the car. Like, those are kind of rivalries yeah. that I, I always hated the fact that, like, someday I'm going to have a kid and he's not going to be able to understand that our rival is not Arkansas or right. Georgia or South Carolina. Like, Kansas is our rival. That's the yeah. team that I dislike the most. Yeah. So now he'll have some understanding <clears throat> of that. That makes me happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what – why i know you've ranted about it but like why from us ku fans why do people how could you not be excited like what is the reasoning like i genuinely don't actually believe anyone thinks this is a bad thing i think they just kind of feel like we're supposed to pretend it's a bad thing because if we admit because what the head because, coach said yeah is it is it that, I mean, is it bill Bill's is the it, only person saying it's a bad thing okay so is up the, until now i guess is the reason that we're do you think the NCAA stuff has anything to do with Bill finally giving in and allowing this to happen? No, I don't want to say that. I'll give Kansas a lot of credit. I'll give Jeff Long a lot of credit. I think his relationship with Jim Sterk was a big part in this and making it happen. Jeff Long, who was at Arkansas, so he yeah. knows the SEC politics. He certainly knows how to maneuver that. I'll give him a lot of credit for that. I think the Conzo and Bill have a decent relationship. I don't know like the inner workings relationship, but I think they – I think they get along with each other. I think they have mutual like admiration and respect for each other. And I think at some point, if your bill and your superiors are showing you how much money this can yeah. make, that I think at some point you got to be like, all right, well, let's make sure the numbers make sense for us. And obviously they made sense for me. For you to agree to six years oh, yeah. tells yeah. me that it was – I mean, it wasn't like a, hey, we'll try this one year at Sprint Center to kind of see how it works. For you to agree for all six, That's what six me. years – Yeah. 
I mean, that's a pretty substantial commitment to this. And, I mean, I, I think we all assume it's going to go well. Like, yeah. they will then extend they'll it and they'll it keep playing. Sure. And, you know, I mean, how much money is, like, P&L and Sprint Center going to make that <laughs> – it's like gonna be that huge. whole night. Even that Sunday for Hurricane Relief, it's like a Sunday at 11 a.m. I mean, Sprint Center was just a packed. great time packed. So I can't imagine, especially if it's, I assume it's going to be like a Saturday afternoon game at Sprint. Like, it's going to be so much fun. I'm I'm so happy Beyond it's happening. Excited, I know. Yeah. Like, I we uh, we were sitting here. We actually got like a tip in our DMs 20, 10 minutes before it went down. Like, be ready. Have your phone ready. I had no idea. I was not expecting. <laughs> I wish you would have told us. <laughs> have you have you heard rumblings of this? No. I, and normally I, I don't. I've never like able to confirm the stuff because I'm a big believer. Like you got to have two people tell you something or someone yeah. like really high up tell you. So most of the time I hear stuff and it's just like one person tells me and it's just like information. So it's like good to know. But no, nah, no one had ever yeah. suggested, hinted, told me that this was in the works for Missouri and Kansas. It just really makes me happy because so much about college basketball is focused on March, yep. which is, is perfectly fine. Like, so much yep. of it is focused on March. But they play college basketball other months of the year. Like, they play in November. <laughs> they play in December. They play in January. Like, how do we make those times more interesting? I think you guys made a really good point that, I mean, I went to KU and K-State last year. I've been to KU-Iowa State. Like, I've been to these games. Man, I've been to MUKU. It's just, it's not the same. Like, no. from K, even from KU fans, it's not the same energy. Yeah. It's not the same hatred. It's not the same. It, it's just, it, it's just a very different atmosphere when you see those two teams play. Yeah, I just tweeted like I'd be mad at myself if I didn't go to like all six games or at least half of them. I know. I've never. Then I was actually, thinking, I've never been to a game in Columbia. I might I get mugged in Columbia because <laughs> no, I'd be so arrogant. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. I think me, before you came up, me and B Tim were talking like. What do we think this does to that final? I mean, are you happy? Uh, obviously, you're happy, but like the final Border War game is now kind of like it's not the final game. So does that change how yeah. much we reflect on the T. Rob block in that whole game? Like, no, I don't think that because I, I mean, I think you kind of got to take it like in its moment in time. Like I remember, I'll tell you guys the story. So this was I was still I was poor when this had happened, and one of my good friends, I he was like. Hold on, I'll start the story over. I dropped my drink off for a second. So he basically was like, let's go to the game. And I said, if you get us student IDs to Missouri, I can get us in. Because the tickets were just going for, like, student yeah. prices. That was the one time I had never seen anything like this. I swear to God. I saw a scalper hand up two tickets. Yeah. And he said $500. Yeah. This man was holding his wife's hand and said, those are mine. <laughs> Reached in his wallet, handed that man five $100 bills and walked in. Like It was just that kind of day. Like, there were no extra tickets. And if you got them, they were super expensive. So we got in for like forty dollars a piece on some like Missouri student IDs. I was some like I don't the kid's name was probably Brandon. I don't even remember what his name was. <laughs> and I stood in the student section, like didn't have a seat, kind of stood in the aisle and like made sure that I can see. And I firmly believed when I was there that I would never see Kansas play at Missouri Arena again. Yeah. Like at that one, and, and I thought if they ever agreed, they would just play at Sprinter. Like I thought it would kind of be right. like how Illinois is. Like Missouri mm -hmm. plays Illinois every year in St. Louis. That's what I thought. So yeah. I was I've never thought Missouri was going to play again at Kansas. I never thought that Kansas was going to play again. So I hear what you're saying. Like does it diminish that? But no. I mean I think for a lot of people. They'll say that the that game you're talking about is the best game that they ever saw in person. Yeah, for sure. I remember like that year, my dad had we all had season tickets, and my dad was like, "We if we sold these, we could make our season. We had four tickets. He's like, if we sold these, we can almost make our season ticket prices back." And I'm so I thankful hope you said we did. It. Oh, we did. We went, and it's like we laugh all the time. Like, can you imagine if we just sold the tickets to the best game of all? Like that guy scalping 500. Probably regrets not going to the game. Like, yeah, it's just these games create. I don't know. They're just Growing up watching <clears throat> KU Missouri, like I always feel like, even when we were little, those games stand out just like how much they meant. And like yeah. even Arthur John, that was like 2001, and I remember mm -hmm. that game. Vividly. Christian Moody, or yeah, what was that crazy Moody's charge stuff. call at Fieldhouse? At the Fieldhouse, that oh, was like the, the it was the worst it. call ever. Yeah, was it dueling? Yeah, yeah. dueling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He like that was such a good call. Yeah, I, no, it was an awful call. It was a terrible call. You guys know that it was a terrible call. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to debate. But they made up for it with the Steve Moore calls in 2012 oh, in Columbia. Oh, charge Block charge is way more subjective than you guys are giving credit. Now, I think were they some flops? Absolutely. Steve but, freaking Moore. Yeah, he's but so skinny. Block charge is just broken. Like, it's not even yeah, a, that game. It's broken. It's absolutely broken. Oh. It's like it, it's kind of like pass interference in the NFL. Like, yep. the rule yeah. has been so abused at this point. They need to fundamentally determine what pass interference is block charges the exact same way 
Yeah. Literally. So, so what would, uh, besides the last KU Mizzou game, the T Rob block shot, what, what would be some of your guys' like favorite memories or e- even just one memory from the rivalry? Oh, I got another story. So <laughs> I actually, so it's a two part story. One of my bucket list items was to storm the court. I went to school at Missouri Southern, so I was never going <laughs> to storm the court at my school. So one of my really good friends, he played basketball at Tulsa. So they played Memphis. This is when Memphis still had John Calipari. They still had – remember they had that, like, 70-game Conference USA streak. So they were playing Memphis at home. They were up one with, like, six seconds to go. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to get my chance to finally run on the court. And Memphis ran the greatest inbound play I had ever seen in person. They had someone at midcourt. They then threw him the ball at midcourt. He caught it. Tyreek Evans was at the baseline. And then when the ball got thrown, he just started sprinting toward the other basket. So when the guy caught it, he gave it to Tyreek Evans, who was in full sprint. There was no one on Tulsa that is stopping Tyreek Evans if he is in a full sprint. He did one little hesitation move layup right at the buzzer they won. I'm like, they ruined my chance. So we were in one of my mass communication classes, me and my really good friend Bobby, when we were in college. Kansas was playing Missouri. It was on Big Monday. And I'm like, let's go to the Missouri game. He's like, let's go to the Missouri game. So we drove up there. It was the uh, um, Zaire Taylor. Yeah. The, the game went in shot. We hit the back uh, rim. I was at that game. Back rim and somehow goes stormed in. Stormed the court. The only time I've that ever was, been on the court. Yeah. That was, a, that was a great moment in my life. The one Quite time the I've done it. Who was right. the dude that gave us 40 that one night? That Thomas, Gardner. Yeah. Thomas Gardner. Yeah. Thomas Gardner. Was that the Moody game? That's what I, I was, think so. You know, that was yeah. the Moody game. That yeah. was the Moody game. I was we in, almost uh, won and he gave us Yeah, 40. I was in like junior high, high school when that happened. That was, yeah, yeah, was I was, you know, yeah, I was in junior high school when that happened. Yeah, that was the Moody game. He had like 42 against you guys. Yeah. Straight buckets. All right, yeah. we've, we're done with the Missouri memories. This is a <laughs> straight, KU podcast. Straight buckets. <laughs> but all right, I'll say. I mean, that, I mean that's actually going to take place. I mean, nice. To be honest, you guys might not play in Sprint Center next year because you guys aren't going to be in the Big 12 tournament because you're going to be banned from the postseason. Yes. So, like, that's going to be the game. That's going to be the highlight for you guys next year. I know. You're going to play Sprint Center one time. I don't know if you guys are, are in the CBE or not next year. I don't know if you guys are in that or not, but you're not going to be in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, so, so we got to soak it in. You got to. You got to soak in the atmosphere of Sprint Center because you're not going to be in the in the in the Big 12 tournament. All right, all right. Well, I can't hear... wait. To, I can't wait to call it the 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 Big 11 next year. I can't wait to call it <laughs> oh the Big my 11 God. all next. Nope. That's what I'm going to call it the Big 11. And We're there's going to be nine. Appeal, 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 appeal. And there's going to be nine teams. <laughs> it's still weird how it's the Big 12. I got to hear you guys podcast about Snoop Dogg. We get we did one. One of you guys were there. Who was I there? Was there. He was there. You were there. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm just seeing the polls out there before he came. And you're like, dude, what's about to happen? Oh, did, I didn't ever get to tell you guys. I think this has kind of made the news, but like, we de- Snoop's people, the Snoop's women that were on the polls were definitely prepared. Snoop's women <laughs> were definitely prepared to go out there like way less clothed than they were. And the KU marketing department saw it oh, and no. quickly ran over to the volleyball <laughs> arena and grabbed volleyball like practice uniforms, <laughs> and that's what they were wearing on the polls. You can go back and look. That's what I've heard. Either way, it's yes, outrageous. we did a Snoop episode, and I'm very pro what happened. I loved every second of it. I think KU handled it poorly, and <laughs> that's about all we. I think we were all in agreement on that. KJ Pritchard just tweeted at me and said I was eight years old when I went to Columbia first. People ordered ketchup packets and threw ketchup at us all game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tough. You guys remember whenever Drew Locke went to Allen? What was that like last year, two years ago? Yeah, and they Locke? Were, yeah, he was, he was with, sitting next to Wilt's number. I was like, bro, you got to go to the NFL. You got to get some better. You got to get some better. Seeds. Him and his boys are rocking all Mizzou shit. That's where I always sit. Every time I go to Allen. I always can finesse. Someone will give me free tickets, but I'm telling you, I'm sitting right under Paul Pierce. I mean, I'm up there sitting next to God, bro. I'm sitting there. But I like, I always sit in one of those corners. With all 16 Yeah, always. I always yeah. sit in the corners every single time. I was actually in the corner. You want a good KU story? Only it. time I've ever cheered for Kansas was I was at the KU Baylor game when T. Rob caught that dunk. Oh, oh and I, I had to stand up. I just, <laughs> I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. He cocked back so far. Oh man! So it was it was insane. No, that was the only time I ever remember I stood up and I was for. For about 15 seconds, I was a KU fan. Like, for about 15 <laughs> seconds. I mean, and then you're like, oh, fuck. Dickie B went nuts. He was like, he's the player of the year. Like, he had ended the player of the year argument because of one dunk. But, all right. So memories? We are, Should we talk yes. memories? We're not going to let CDOT get the memories out. My we bad. I apologize. Talk. All right. Mine. Mine. I'm so happy. What was your guys' old arena called? Hernson. Hernson. Okay. Yeah. We go in there. Oh, yeah. We. It's a battle. It's their final game there. And... 
two, I think final in the final two minutes, Aaron Miles hits an absurd shot at the end of the shot clock, and then the next possession down, Kirk Heinrich hits a three from almost half court, yeah, and to just dagger them, yeah. And I don't know, I just and they love stomp at mid court after, so. yeah. The Tyrell just, three was big at Missouri was too. Was we talked about that. Tyrell Bob Davis three. going insane. Because the intentional foul. Um, now that I just said that memory, are we even sure that's what ended? I think David Padgett ended Hearn Center with the Maybe. with the jumper from the baseline. I think the year. Remember that dunk Julian Wright had at Mizzou. I think the game he, like I'm jumped thinking over of, a guy. Yes, I'm thinking I don't the game, know if I'm it was David Padgett. I know I I know exactly what you're talking about because we that, that, that was the last game at Hearn. I'm trying to okay. think of who the player was. I just might be like really bad for my Mizzou cred. I'm trying to think I of who think the player was. was. Eric Chenoweth. It was 04. <laughs> it was 04. Padgett hit this ugly little jumper from like the baseline. And it was the end, and Miles grabbed the ball and stomped on midcourt, and it was amazing. I'm thinking the game where Miles and Heinrich was 0-2. Because we went undefeated in the conference, 16-0 right? 16-0 in the conference was on the line, and we did that late to go 16-0, and it was just incredible. So those are some good memories. The Julian Wright game, he had like yeah, the 32 dunk. and dunked all over some That's dude. still in the intro video, right? Oh, yeah. Julian That's a classic. Wright. So, oh, man, Sharon, I remember when Sharon was a freshman, he had a huge game against you guys on Big Monday at Allen Fieldhouse in 06, would that have been? Like, 07? I don't know. But uh, it was. Yeah, there's been some memories. I am. Uh, I can't wait. I, like you said, I was shocked it was six years. I thought yeah, it would be, be a one or two, well. like maybe a home and home, like at Mizzou and in Lawrence, but six years. No, that's a big commitment. Can I get more KU hate off now? Like, I got to get my <laughs> KU hate off. Um, so uh, I think it was two years ago, Trey Young's freshman year. Yeah. Guy gave me free tickets, said I went with him to the game. He said the only way I could get the tickets for free is if I watched the video because everybody oh, knows. Yeah. I do not watch the video. I'll go. I have no problem going. I'm not participating in any of those cult cheers that you guys have. I'm not waving the weed. I'm not doing any of that foolishness. I'm going to watch the game. So <laughs> I agreed to watch the video. Very overrated experience. Very uh-huh. overrated experience. It's basically it just waiting. doesn't mean as much. It's like you don't get excited about seeing Chalmers at the shot. That's what I'm going to say. Right, it's, but it's like for us, that's like the greatest it, moment know, of growing saying, up. It is, it's basically waiting until Chalmers hits the shot. That's <laughs> basically what it is. Because the rest of it's like, oh, oh, the time we won the championship. Oh, it's cool. And then <laughs> Bob Davis does the call. That's basically what it is. It, 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 it is waiting for the shot. But you didn't see the, what was it, Requiem, Requiem for a Dream? That song, that instrumental is way better than what we do now. The classic. Oh, one. like it just yeah, like five or six years ago. Yeah, they changed and then it. we switched dun, the song, dun, dun, dun. but the, yeah, that one back in the, when that one came out. Oh yeah. my god, it was perfect. In the in the little extra intro videos we always do, like the old lady talking about how she hates Missouri, anything touched. God, by seeing Missouri. that come back too, it'll be dope. <laughs> oh, I can't I'm so wait. excited. Our video crew just always kills it from Missouri yeah. games. So I know there's just so much bad blood with that rivalry. Like all the like we've had Ty Sean on and Sharon on. They talk about like what the Antlers would do and like. Kind of bad memories, but, like, some of the stuff they said to, like, T-Rob and some of the stuff our fans, I'm sure, said, too. Like, it was just a crazy rivalry. There's going to be on a sports fan side for the most part. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially the Kansas one. Well. (laughs) But, like, Tyshawn was telling (laughs) a story about how the Antlers, like, brought pizza. Somehow found his room. Brought them pizza that had oh, like the nastiest shit of all time. No, that was it. Sharon. And Sharon was took, it Sharon? He took twelve pizzas and stares at the hotel guy at the front desk and just launches them into the lobby <laughs> from like ten floors up. Did he, was Mizz- like, he was like, I knew they gave him my room number, so I had to just throw them off. Did Mizzou fans or K State fans put Tyshawn's number out? And Miz- like, I think Missouri fan. Missouri are always like the the number people. They like said he like. was selling baby goats or something, <laughs> and then so everyone was hitting his number the whole week. That's I think that's happened to everybody. Yeah, it happened to Sharon too at K State. Yeah, it. Yeah. Where like he was like texting this girl on Facebook or something, and then she oh, was like, "Sharon, yeah. we're calling you." And he had he had to cancel his he got cap- cancel his phone he like cap- three days. Yeah, that seemed like something a Kansas player would do. Sloppy. <laughs> yep. Reckless, <laughs> not moving properly. Hey, you're still blocked by Sharon, right? Yeah, he did block me. I, <laughs> I thought I we mean, told him to unblock. We did, but I don't know if he's Sharon. Hey, Nick Wright unblocked me, by the way. Okay, cool. All right, that's good. <laughs> good for him. We're making progress. This yeah, no, we're definitely is bringing people together. We're definitely making progress. No, I, don't, I mean, I was I was young then. I don't have any issues with Sharon. I, I say all the time, I don't have any issues with KU players, or I, I don't like KU fans. Well, that yeah, that's what you learn as you get older. You you start to like hate players. It becomes way more fan fan oh, type yeah. deal than yeah. players thing. Like I don't really dislike. I remember before the K State game, we were at Dean Wade's apartment. Like we don't hate 
players. How like did you we guys just... get in Dean Wade's apartment? <laughs> we... That was definitely you. We How did you finesse getting in Dean Wade's apartment? <laughs> no, after they beat us, he went out with like the half the team. It he was, was like... a K-State fan for the night, yeah. <laughs> Celebrating the win. <laughs> yeah, like the you totally, yeah. We're nasty. We're driving home. Yeah. That. In Aggieville. Yeah, like well, one of my shot. best homies lived with him. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. And he was on the team. But so, it was just like that's why we were there. You don't hate the players near as much as no, you do. No, not at all. But the fans, I mean Missouri fans stink. Who's that Tiger Dan? That guy on Twitter. <laughs> He's got suspended Tiger like Dan's 40 cool. times. I got no issues with you Tiger, like Tiger Dan. Dan? Yeah, I got no issues with Tiger Dan. There's KU fans are just Iowa State fans that win. That's what you guys are. I like that. I don't hate That's that. who you are. You're Iowa State fans <laughs> that win. That's not an awful What was Hilton like when you went to the game out there? I was disappointed at Hilton. Really? I think it's good game? for two games a year. Maybe I, I had built it up in my mind because I had heard, like, I thought their venue. It, well, like, which Hilton games do you watch on TV? Like, the KU games and when Iowa State hosts, like, a top 10 team? Maybe so, that's, like, that's what that's it was. Thing, and is... I had this idea of Hilton Magic. It's basically yeah. like Hilton Coliseum is Bramlage. So, like, it's Oof. not like it, it, it's not a nice venue, like, from yeah. the outside, like, the aesthetics of it. Like, once you get in, it's fine, but yeah. I think Bramlage is actually nicer than Hilton Coliseum. Like, I actually like Bramlage a lot. I went to Bramlage, Which like, fans two or three times last year. Between Iowa, Iowa State fans. Oh. Iowa State has never traveled, <laughs> never committed a foul, never done – they've never done any basketball infraction. It's a, they've been playing basketball for 120 years. They've never committed a foul. Not it's one. incredible. Like, all, all, case, all Iowa State fans act like Draymond Green. Yeah, he's never <laughs> Draymond fouled. has never fouled anybody. No. Draymond, it's like – Oh, what? Like, you, we all heard it. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't even want to know what he says to refs. Dude, I, like, he just cusses them he's out. Done, he does it so much there. It's like he has such a longer leash now because they're like, well, if we if we just tee him up for everything, he'll never play a game. You got to let him just talk a little bit because he's so psycho. But Someone yeah. tweeted us just now and said, what if they renewed the rivalry because Bill's not going to be here? I saw that earlier. People are like, "Oh, now Bill has no say." Just because he Bill wouldn't, he never wanted here, to play he, Mizzou, he wouldn't be here now. Like, if that was already known, he would be well, gone. I, we'll I, see. I, I also don't think that KU is going to get more than a year. Like, I do think KU is getting the year. Oh, absolutely. I do too. They are the even worse. They're melting think, down about it. I think it. we could get two or three. I don't think they get two or three. I think they get one. I think one's pretty standard for what they did. I think one. I think they might give us two, and we get it appealed down to one or something like that. I'd be shocked. I mean, I, I think two is unreasonable. Like, I think two is yeah. very heavy-handed. I think, I think two, that one is fair. Yeah, I, I would just, say. I really think they're going to try and make a massive point or statement or whatever you want to call it with us i think that one if i was the ncaa i think one you can't participate in the big 12 tournament and they take down the final four banner that's fair to me like that's a standard penalty for what kansas did which Kansas clearly knew that Adidas was funneling basketball players to Kansas. Like it's fairly obvious. Like you cannot like you cannot read the text message exchange from bill self (laughs) And T.J. Gasnola, whose sole responsibility at Adidas was to push basketball players in the direction to attend. You can't read those and think that they're talking about anything else other than Bill. At least Bill was trying to be a little smooth about it. Bill just wanted to make sure Curtis was thirsty. (laughs) Curtis, he was the he was thirsty about it. (laughs) Whatever it takes to get Zion, we'll do. Whatever we got to do to get him here for six months, we'll do. (laughs) Like damn, Curtis, learn about cell phones, man. He went to Duke for free though, so it's fine. Have you guys actually had the conversation on here of what KU player? clearly got paid to go there because i think we, uh, we had did. a little okay. segment I mean, on it well i we we think josh jackson's yeah we went josh we think, i, I has to be wiggins nothing connected to wiggins but you think wiggins went to KU for free he did not no, go I to don't. <laughs> no i don't but i'm okay, shocked uh, there isn't okay more yeah, out no, there on no, it no, I'm i think you, but wiggins, I mean, the josh jackson thing's messy there's things going back that kind of point to wiggins like paid. signed with adidas like before leaving that thing was locked in yeah, he signed. He, he signed with Adidas the day he declared for the draft. Yeah. It was I declared for the draft. Hey, I'm the <laughs> I've signed a six year, seventy five million dollar deal with Adidas. Yeah. Like, oh. I wonder how much he got to come here though, because he at the time was like one of the biggest recruits. He's I still the most I mean, hyped one I mean, I've ever seen. At the time, I, Adidas needed a face. Like, and, and, and if people you don't, thought Wiggins was going to be that, and clearly he's not. Plus, but like at the time, they're like, we got to get a guy like yeah, that. Yeah, plus Canada too, so you kind of get the yeah. both markets. Yeah. That yeah, I mean, I Maple Jordan. Yeah. I think. Oh my God! I think it was in the Louisville case that they said like the going rate for a five-star recruit is like a hundred thousand dollars. I think it's between a hundred and one hundred fifty to get a yeah. player like Andrew Wiggins, yeah. and I think like Zion, who was like clearly generational. I think it's like two hundred, two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I guarantee Kentucky and Florida State were 
or the shoe brands or whatever were bidding for well, yeah, Wiggins just, too. It so Nike, it was Nike versus Adidas, and I think Adidas must have just won the battle. I don't know. His recruitment was quiet, but that shit came out of nowhere. It was stunning. <laughs> I did not expect him to take KU. The, the funniest thing is the DeAndre Ayton one. Like <laughs> he was a lock to Kansas. Like I appreciate the DeAndre Ayton. I think he took money from everybody. Oh, like, yeah. I think he took money from Kansas, Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, Puma, <laughs> Old Navy sandals. Like anybody that makes shoes. Starbury. I think that yeah, I think that DeAndre Ayton took money from him and then I, was like, well, all right, well, I I want to go to Arizona, so I'll just yeah. go to Arizona. All like, right, I got my I'm money now. I'm gonna yeah. go to funnest yeah. school. Like he was being recruited by like just KU and Kentucky and then Arizona. <laughs> yeah, remember like, that shit? We were like, he, it was like DeAndre Ayton's announcing. We're all celebrating. Crystal Ball was like ninety percent KU. Got, 10, got the Kentucky number one player in the country. He said like, KU is like the only school actively recruiting me. <laughs> <laughs> he had already taken a visit. Like, it was just like. And a then we, I, everyone was like, Kentucky, no KU. And then you look at the table and there's an Arizona hat. And you're like, Yeah. Like, Whoa, <laughs> that's when you realize something was funny. Oh, oh, yeah. And then that's he put it on and you're like, fishy. I immediately was like, He got paid a shit ton. Yeah. What yeah. was it? 100K? 150? is what yeah. they had for him. And if Aiton's 100, then yeah. I mean, Zion was more yeah. than that. But yeah, Zion, I mean, Zion probably got 200, 250. How oblivious is the NCAA towards Duke? I think more than anything, it's the paper trail. And, I mean, what got Kansas is the text messages. Yeah. Like, like yeah. if they didn't have those text messages, I don't really think they have a whole lot other than Sylvia. Like, it's kind of <laughs> obvious that Silvio got money. Now, we could argue how much money that he got. Like, is yeah. it a big amount? But Silvio committed to Maryland. They agreed Under on Armour a compensation. Him, right? yeah. He then changed his mind, and they were like, hold on, we can fix this. Hold on, we can. <laughs> I want to refund. Yeah, we can fix it. I think Adidas then gave the money back, and then they started to funnel him towards Kansas. That's, yeah. that's firmly what I believe. Maybe it's all speculation. Based on what I've read and heard, I firmly believe that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i done. I, we clearly <laughs> never tried to deny it. I just think, you know, I think we could fight it decently. I... Uh, I just hate that Bill. How long do you think that, they I could hate, fight it? Like, when do you think the earliest we get a postseason ban is? Do you think it'd be next tournament? Next Not this year, obviously, but I think next tournament's the year they're trying to do it. But I think we could appeal. I think this will take a long time. I think this could be like three years before it's all said and done. Yeah. But I don't know. I know nothing. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I hate. I hate that Bill is going down as the bad guy when everyone else is out doing it. I think that's the shittiest part about it. But. I just hope we're not an example. We're victims. The FBI calls us victims. <laughs> the FBI and we're is victims. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Kansas is victims. No, so. I, 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 I always say this. I, I don't care. I think we see that their value is certainly much greater than the scholarship. Like, I, I always make this point. I think they get, like, when it comes to the scholarship, it's clear that they get something. So I'll never argue that they don't get anything out of the experience. They certainly get something out of the experience. You get the scholarship, you get the food, you get the medical, you get the girls, you get the dorm, like you get all of that kind of stuff. So no one's saying that you get nothing in return. The thing is, it's clear that the value is just so much greater and how we figured out how to properly compensate every other group of people, but we can't figure out how to properly compensate basketball and football players who play college sports. It just it never makes any sense to me. Right. And that's why like no one has ever given me the argument against the likeness. Like, oh, I know. Zion not, should have been a millionaire by the time he got to college. It's based technically off his not Instagram coming from following. the school. Exactly. So, but like, like, I guess the concern would be is like, what's stopping a booster from going to Crown Toyota and saying, "Here's a hundred thousand dollars." that we're going to just give you to pay one of the players and like that's like a loophole or something but like i'm all for it like i don't know why they can't but then just create some regulation so like at my like a job, salary cap or so something? like at my job i sign a sheet of paper right. that says i won't do payola and plugola so basically Braden can't own a restaurant and then say hey carrington i'll give you all this free stuff in exchange for you coming on the air and saying all this good stuff like that is illegal for me to do like we have figured it out now i'm not saying that it doesn't happen but, but mm-hmm. that they've we've clearly signed something that's so just create laws and do things to stop that from happening will some people break them yeah some people break everything right but it would certainly be a better system and it would keep some kids in college like i think that joe Olimpi wanted to come back to kansas like i oh, yeah. firmly believe he wanted to go back he but, did but if the option is ten thousand dollars in you know cost of expense and all that yeah, kind of stuff or nba money and there's no in the middle then you're going to take the nba money every time like it right. would keep people like wayne selden in college oh, basketball absolutely. and i always hate this argument that the money could come from adidas like you're telling me 
that Wayne Selden couldn't in his free time teach kids how to play basketball and do private lessons and get money from that. Like yeah. the NCAA, there was a kid at UCF was a kicker. He had a YouTube page. Yeah. It got popular. They told him he basically had to choose between YouTube money or that the, like what? So, like so insane. It, it's and so it's like, stupid. It's like what I said about Zion. He had millions of Instagram followers as a junior in high school. He could have been taking ads, doing stuff on exactly. his Instagram. He could have been making tons of money. Yeah. Could have been Kylie Jenner. Yes. Literally. It sucked. Like, I think this California stuff is going to change. Like, it's going to – I bet in five to ten years, we're, it's very different. So. And like I said before, we're going to be taking the punishment for something that's not legal. Oh, yeah, Like, when we're sucks. actually going through the postseason yeah. ban, it's, it's like, you know, yeah. not going to be a big deal at all. That's going to be very no, that's, annoying. No, that, that's true. No, yeah, that's true. It's going to suck, but that's it's true. kind of part of it. Yeah, so, I don't know. Is there See anything that? KU Mizzou that we could talk about? I mean – I think we got to get football back too. Is this you guys' year? You think to win the championship? I really, we got to be the, plus, the fuck the you odds, tour plus twelve hundred. I mean, I think that's good value for us. I think we're number I'll, preseason number three. I do feel this about KU. I'm not saying it's 08 because that team had seven NBA guys on the team, so it's not going to be that. But it does have 08 vibes in. I was going to say like, that on our preview. Udoka shouldn't be in college anymore. Yep. Like he should be in the NBA. He came back. Silvio, how Silvio was eligible to me. Just like I'm not like against it, but the fact that the NCAA banned him Actually for a year and then was like, yeah. oh well, you can come back now. Just like <laughs> that kid normally isn't eligible. Yeah, so the fact like sure. KU should have the best front court in college basketball. And McCormick's and, off the bench. And then if Devon Dotson like that's three legitimate players. Like that's what you like. You need four. Like you probably yeah. need four guys to win a championship. No, I see what you're saying. It's like the rush thing. Like rush wasn't supposed yeah. to be back. He tears his ACL. Works out perfectly for yeah. us. Like I mean, stars, Dotson's. The stars are kind of aligning. Bill Self's got. The, he's doing this whole. I'm extra motivated. I'm ready to. Mm-hmm. I mean, the revenge tour. Like I'm. I'm pumped. I think it's. I mean, be... I t- D- Dotson's one of the best point guards in the country. I think. I mean, he's I top three for sure. I think uh, Cassius and him are yeah, two of the best point I, guards. So. If you have a point guard, he's going to play close to 40 minutes like Devontae and Frank did, and then I, still, I, just I don't believe it with Ochai yet, but people, some people have him as a first-rounder just because his ceiling's insanely high. I don't know if he'll leave he after this year, but yeah, he's he got does. a really high ceiling. And I just worry about not having two ball handlers. Ochai, Dawson's maybe. going to play 40 minutes a game. I know, but how many <laughs> Bill Self, I say this all the time, how many Bill Self teams have thrived with only one primary ball handler? Yeah, Marcus Garrett's our backup point guard <laughs> yeah, right now. Like, Think about we say wow. it over we say it over and over wow. again. Frank Devonte, Mario Robinson, Sharon Tyshawn, like having two point guards on the floor for Bill Self is just better. It's always yeah. been better. Even Malik and Devonte, kind of. So it's like last year you saw it. Grimes couldn't handle the ball. That cost us. So I worry and about shooters. who's going to be that second. Yeah, that Grimes also was, just wasn't a good basketball he player. He was so either. slow. Yeah, oh, I mean that's I just, also that's also a major part of it too. Is like yeah. he wasn't really that good last I'm year. I'm just trying to like. I don't know. Shooters I, is the other big thing. We don't. I mean, we don't know if we have consistent jump shooters yet. So it's gotta be. I think I. I legitimately think that Udoka can be the best player in college basketball this year. Like I think he can be a walking twenty-two like and twelve. Greg Oden. Ohio yeah, I think State. I think he can yeah. be incredible this year. Yeah, his body. Have you seen like his transformation? Like I saw him. He's I went to the. I went to KU's first game and I saw him when I was walking out. I saw him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right, you don't get it. He looked all right. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's he looked, trim. He, he looked happy. He looked poised to have a good year. Oh, he looked, he looked happy. And I mean, he's so frustrated. He has a shit ton to prove. Like, if he gets hurt again or isn't good, he probably won't get drafted. Like, maybe a second rounder. But if you say, if like, if he's a 20 and 10 guy, he's oh, going to go in the first round. He's a seven footer. And yeah, he. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's just cra- it's crazy how basketball's changed because Udoka in, like, 97 would have been the number one overall pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We you know what I mean? Like, it like, would have been the like, uh-huh. number one overall pick. It's yeah. just, like, basketball has changed in such a way. Like, if you can't step out and shoot jumpers, it's just, like, the the league is just every year, like, devalue your position. Yeah, but in sucks. college, it's just, you know, there aren't that many tall college basketball players, especially as skilled and as big as he is. That I, I, I think he's a walk in 22 and 12. I hope so. I mean, it'll. I worry about Silvio and him, like, spacing and stuff like that. Because even when Diedrich and him <clears> were playing <throat> together, we were good. But you could always kind of feel like, this offense doesn't look like – it's kind of just jam-packed and ugly. But we were still winning, so maybe that's yeah. all that matters. This is how Bill likes to play. This is how Bill's always liked to play. So. Kind of like 08, too, is, like, I feel like we're going to have, like, four or five guys that can o- – Average double figures. Like, remember in 08, it was like Rush, yeah. Chalmers. Everyone averaged 12 a game. Darrell Arthur. Yeah, they all averaged like 12 or 13. And we scored like over 80 a game. I think so Ochai, Devon, Silvio. And I think Silvio can be close to a 10 and 10 guy. I'm very ish. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna. See what he was good the last what seven games of the season. Yeah. He was Big 12 turning when he was out. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he was the. 
He was that Big 12 championship. He was nine for nine, had 18 and 10 or something. Yeah, no, he was really good. Um, I, we're yeah. gonna out rebound the shit out of everyone. It's I crazy think. about 08. Like, obviously, we all know that they're good. Just you rarely see a team that just has that many NBA players on their team. Like, yeah. legitimately, yeah, nine guys wild. on their team play in the NBA. Like, that's just not many college teams are ever like that. Was like a great Final Four when you think about mm-hmm. it. All it was ones. like a lot of NBA players. Like that was that was like it a always, special year in college basketball. It blows my mind that we beat Westbrook. Or we didn't beat Westbrook, but Westbrook was in that final four. Derrick Rose in Kevin that final Love. four, and it's like our guys were the one they ended up winning. That, so <laughs> that was because yeah. because UNC was in that one too, right? Yep. Yeah. So Hansborough, I mean Danny Hansborough, Green, yeah. Wayne Ellen. yeah, Danny Green was like the fifth option on yeah. North Carolina. They were that so year. good. And we, I mean, Hansborough might be the best rolled. college basketball player in the last <laughs> 50, 20 years. Like yeah. college, like oh. Tyler Hansborough as a college player was yeah. crazy. Incredible. How He's good was D Rose, dude? Uh, I saw his high school like explosive. D Oh my god, I'm gonna start crying. Oh, Make I forgot you're a Bulls fan, but yeah, dude. Kobe White. Yeah, no, it was. I think this year could be really good. I was shocked we were plus twelve hundred. I need to go lay some money on that. Before yeah, I would do that because like the fit. I mean, obviously rankings don't matter, but there's teams like below us in the rankings that are like yeah, Duke, six to Duke's one plus nine hundred or whatever. But yeah. I think we're better than Duke. I think we're better than Kentucky too. I think I Kentucky's think front. Who does Kentucky have in their front court? They got that left-handed dude that came back. I know we're not going to know his name, but he was good. He kind of sat on their bench last year, but he came back. Is it like uh, EJ Hayes. Montgomery? Yes, EJ Montgomery. Him and uh, Nick back. Richards, and then they got that. Uh, Nick Richards been there yeah, for he's 10 t- years. <laughs> and he sucks. Yeah, he's like he must start hooping this year <laughs> now. Oh, you yeah, got to start hooping. So it sounds like you think they can be a national title contender. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. Think, I think we're really good. And I'm Bill's just trying to figure super... out what mid-major is going to knock you guys out in the Sweet 16. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> you see Northern Iowa's wearing, like, uh, throwback uniforms this year to celebrate that Heck season. yeah, great year. Sweet 16. For uh, Manesh, baby. Uh, great, that was a great team. How many wins does Mizzou get over these next six years against KU? Oh, I like that. I thought you were talking about overall for one, a second. Probably. <laughs> yeah, one? one? One out of the six. I think they went one. And Columbia, six. I'm assuming. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, I mean, just Kansas is much better at basketball than Missouri is. Like, they're going to win I mean, You guys game. are in the recruiting battles now, though. I bet you guys get one in Columbia. Yeah, well, I, I mean, if you set the over-under at one and a half, I think that's probably where it should be. One and a half out of the six, and they that's probably they probably win one of the six. How's Mizzou looking this year? Like, they I think lost, their ceiling they don't is, have Jonte, do they? I think their ceiling is probably a seven seed. I think their floor is disappointingly missing the NCAA tournament. It kind of depends on – so they got this recruit. His name is Drew Smith. He was a transfer from Evansville. Probably should have been eligible last year, but the NCAA, they just randomly pick who can be a transfer and who can't be. <laughs> yeah. um, he's their point guard. It's the first time they've had a good point guard since Conzo's been there. Jeremiah's back. Can he stop the fouling problem? Jeez. I mean, I, I, I think their team is good and kind of based on how the SEC works. If they can finish over 500 and go 10-8, and eight, basically do what Ole Miss did, that firmly puts you in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Like, that's my expectation for Mizzou. Can they be yeah. firmly in the tournament, not on the bubble, I'll take a seven, eight, somewhere in that range, and that that's a good year this year. For so me. you like the direction it's heading with Kwanzaa? Like, is he getting recruits and stuff? I just don't, obviously, don't pay much. I mean, attention. they shot really big. So there was a kid. His name was Caleb Love. He was a top oh, twenty yeah. recruit from St. Louis. He came down to Missouri, North Carolina. Get this. He picked North Carolina <laughs> over Missouri. I know, crazy. Uh, there was another kid, Cameron Fletcher. He's a top thirty kid. It was between Missouri and Kentucky. Shh shockingly he did not go to Missouri. he went to kentucky <laughs> so like they've just really missed big there's this other kid his name is josh christopher his yeah. uncle is the strength coach at mizzou so he's in their final five but he's gonna go to arizona state or ucla i think his brother's at arizona state and ucla he's an hour outside of los angeles so i, mean, I thought we were gonna have a chance with love but no we once that fbi yeah was, he dropped us out <laughs> so quick it was like oh here we go let's get used to they're saying we're, they, they're saying we're top two for that bryce thompson kid from tulsa have you heard of him he's I, a little bit of it i don't know i mean if, if they ain't going to mizzou i don't really keep up with yeah we always talk about how stupid it is to care about what 16 year old kids are gonna do it's like KURU, and they're saying he's gonna do what trey young did Stay yeah. there and just oh, be okay, the man cool. of the Where's team. Where's he from? Oh, he's Tulsa, you said? Yeah. Okay, cool. But he, his dad played for Bill Self's first ever team at Tulsa. Oh, you got a chance, so, then. Yeah, you got a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, he, and you're Kansas. You, you think it'll be – I mean, it sounds like an obvious I question. I've never seen the kid play. I haven't seen even YouTube clips of the kid, so i got to watch him when I go home. Yeah, so it sounds like an obvious question, but, like, do you think KU can still get five stars, like, over this year and next year? Just because the postseason shit? I think shit, we got to see what the postseason ban is before we say it. Because if you're a kid and I'm only going to be in school for eight months and they can't compete in the NCAA tournament, is that where I want to go? 
Yeah. That I think's like yeah. I, I think there's she can raise your stock so much in the yeah, tournament. Absolutely, you go deep in the tournament. And there's you go such off. a cloud over them that I don't know if any of us really know what the recruiting is going to look like until we know what the penalty is going to be. And knowing yeah. Kansas, they're not going to get anything, and it's just going to be that's <laughs> going to be the best or worst day on Twitter, one oh way or the my other. God, the meltdown. I mean. Either side, either side. Nothing oh, happens yeah. to Kansas, or something happens to Kansas. <clears throat> it's gonna be, gonna like be insane. OJ trial or something. And you know how KU fans overreact. So it's well, gonna be every fan base overreacts. Oh yeah, but because yeah, I mean, I mean, basically it just comes down to do you get a ban? That's right. all it comes down to. Because anything else that happens, like if they take the Final Four away, don't care. They can't erase your memory of the Final no, Four. You no. still watch them go to the Final Four. It yeah. just do they get the ban or not? Whenever they announce the punishment, do they get the ban? They're gonna announce. Are like you gonna melt down if we get nothing? No. Meltdown, no. <laughs> Do I think they deserve something based on what Georgia Tech just got? Yes. For a Duke recruit? Yeah. yeah. Duke. That's the thing. Just Duke guys are always named. Yeah. I, I, don't even know how that's a, I don't even know how that's a violation, honestly. Like, I don't know how that's a violation, what happened with Wendell Carter. The strip club thing? Yeah. I mean, that's why they got the band. Was but it was Jarrett Jack. Like, you have an NBA player worth millions of dollars taking recruits out for a good time? Like. He gave Window Carter a hundred dollars to go to the strip club, and that's worth a postseason. Baby. You, you think yeah. it was a hundred dollars? I mean, that's what they reported it wow. as. I mean, I assume that it was. Sylvia only got twenty five hundred for classes. Yeah, just he wanted to be a studio. Maryland guy. only gave him twenty three hundred. Chump change. Yeah, chump right. change. Well, yeah, I I'm so excited about the rivalry being back, though. Like, I didn't think it was going to happen. Can I ask you guys a question, though? This has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about, but it's popped in my head since we're here talking basketball. Why do you think that KU fans don't really follow their players to the NBA? Because it feels like at Kentucky, it's become like a culture to like watch them go on and go to the NBA. Like You guys well, have I'm a gonna, decent amount had of them. I'm going to give you an answer. It's because our guys just haven't been that good. That's I think Embiid's got a pretty cult following. Like I'm yeah. like I'm not a big NBA. I don't have a team that I follow. I love the NBA, but I'm like not like a diehard Bulls fan. And the Sixers You're are a like diehard now, LeBron James fan. Yeah, whatever I'm team. Diehard LeBron, but like so. I also love following the Sixers every night on like Reddit streams, which I think are banned. But like watching Embiid has now become like something I want to follow every night. So I think it comes down to Kentucky has superstars, and we just yeah. we don't. I just but, feel like maybe it's because you guys are so good in basketball during the regular season, but. <laughs> If, 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 if Joel Embiid had went to K State or Mizzou, it would be a bigger deal in Kansas City than it is because he went to Kansas. Like Joel Embiid would be bigger in Kansas City because it would just be, oh my God, one of the five best players in the NBA went to K State or went to Mizzou. Like let Michael Porter work out. You will see Porter jerseys. The excitement would be all the time. I think Embiid is pretty big in lore, and I guess yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I think you're kind of right. Like a lower level school that has a superstar in the NBA, it would just be a huge deal. <clears throat> I mean, right. When Beasley like, got drafted, kind of like what's happened with Mahomes in Texas Tech. Yeah. That's how I think it would be in Kansas City if Porter turned out to be like Joel Embiid's one of the five best basketball players in the world. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's a big deal enough to me. Well, I think it's also yeah. like at K State or Mizzou, it's just more special. I think because it's like the one and only that's there now. Yeah. KU doesn't have superstars like we said, but people are still wearing Wiggins, T Wolves jerseys, and like Paul Pierce jerseys mm-hmm. and stuff. So like, yeah, and I, I feel like T Rob had a chance because there was that emotional connection. Yeah, that like if T Rob had turned into Joel Embiid and he had been that player because you had like grown so close to his story, maybe he could have been the one to break through. But I'm like, I've always been waiting for like, who's the person that can get Kansas City interested in, in NBA? Like. Embiid's fun. He's a little different. He <laughs> says stuff. He's in commercials. Like he should be the guy. Yeah, he, he should be the guy. Like in, Joel Embiid is one of the faces of the NBA. Like he's not the number one face. He's not Giannis. He's not Harden. He's not LeBron. But in that like eleven to thirteen of like who are recognizable people in the NBA, Joel yeah. Embiid is absolutely yeah. there. I don't know. Is it because he was he really only played like twelve games? Like is yeah, it part we of didn't, it? We didn't get a connection. I mean, I loved him, but maybe the. There's a lot of KU fans that are still out there like, oh, we don't like the one and done. Stick yeah. to the four-year guys, which we They're probably see. happy we're not recruiting well right now. So yeah. we can get those so, four-year guys. Like a lot know. of KU it's fans aren't even really on Wiggins anymore. Well, this mean, guy I, I, is. I, I understand not being on yeah. the Wiggins train. We got Andrew Wiggins' biggest fan sitting but like right that, here. Is that, off. I mean, who would you say our top players in the league are right now? It's it's like in order. It's Embiid, it's Kelly Oubre, the Morris twins. Yeah. Oubre's turned into a good player. Marcus Morris is really but good. But like too, Wiggins probably has the second best numbers. I yeah. St- yeah, Wiggins. He averages Wiggins twenty. Scores, if Wiggins didn't get a max, that, he does Wiggins had a lot of expectations, is what I think. When you're and six foot eight and f- you can jump through the gym, you should average more than four rebounds a game. And he kind of left our. That's why the one and done kind of sucks because he kind of left us with a bad taste. Like Stanford yeah, game, he had four stupid. points, and then 
I loved Wiggins. I think Wiggins is underappreciated for what he did at KU. Now I I can't defend him anymore in the NBA. Like I tried the first few years. Like how can you be mad at this guy? He's averaging twenty a game and two years in. His but game just hasn't changed. Like no, no. he has not improved. From like, from like watching Wiggins, like if you took the five game stretch for that, like that West Virginia game and all of that stuff, he plays the exact same way in the NBA. Yeah. Like he could give you forty one night and none of us would be surprised. He could give you six one night in the NBA, and you also would be surprised. So my spin zone with Wiggins has gone from like, oh, he's going to get better, to now it's like you almost got to respect the guy for being so incredibly average and not trying hard at all, (laughs) to now he's got a max contract, he got a big Adidas deal. It's like, dang, this dude used half of his talent and still got a ton of money. He figured it out. No, he absolutely figured out life's lottery. No, yeah, I just I don't know if Wiggins loves basketball. I genuinely think he's just kind of like, I'm good at this, so I'm going to do it, but I don't think he actually, like, cares. So. I don't know. You got any other takes on the Missouri Kansas or KU no. thing? Best take I've heard on Andrew Wiggins that he is the NBA's Matthew Stafford. That's who he is. I I don't hate it actually. He's he NBA Matthew Stafford. Like, oh. I mean, Stafford always puts up numbers. It's not yeah. like, oh, yeah. like, oh, he's a bum. Like he throws for thirty five hundred yards and twenty five touchdowns, but Stafford has never played in a meaningful game that you can remember. You have no memories of Matthew Stafford in the NFL. No yeah. memory. Like Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins might go down his career to average like twenty-two and nine and never play in a meaningful basketball. You know what, Andrew Wiggins? He needs to get traded to the Raptors and just like somehow be remembered as just a Raptor, a guy from Canada that was a pretty good player, but. He's going to rot away in Minnesota. I knew he was a cornball when he knew the dunk contest the one year in Toronto. Like, you should have did the sucked. dunk contest. The McDonald's dunk contest, he couldn't finish anything. So, Still, I don't know. should have done it. Yeah, tough. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on. No Super problem, short man. notice, like Hell we yeah. said. It, uh, it's appreciate fun, man. You. We're pumped. Well, obviously, I'm sure when the portal world comes on, we'll be Yeah, we'll be absolutely. Talking, so. I'm sure I'll come on at some point during the season. So, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to come yeah. on you guys' podcast whenever. All right. Ain't no seats. Ain't no seats, 16-3. All right, man. We appreciate it. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.